Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSP Magazine. You're listening to a new Two Cyber Chicks podcast. You're about to join Erica and Jax for an inclusive cybersecurity conversation designed to educate and break the stereotypes of cybersecurity professionals while providing life hacks on how to handle burnout, networking, and goal setting. Knowledge is power. Now, more than ever. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. Erica, are you ready for this? Bro, I am pumped to bring on our special guest. I'll let you intro him. Love it. Yeah, I'm very, very excited about our guest. So we do have a special guest, as always, on our show. Now, um... Dave is amazing. We're going to dive into a little bit of his background, but during the show, we're going to dive a little bit further as he is going to be talking about kind of what he's doing in this space. He has, Dave Mason has dedicated his career to bridging the often challenging gap between leadership and IT, as we know, is a very challenging area, especially in the mid-market sector. Now, Dave Mason is also someone who he has recognized this unique challenge, and he's facing it head on, which contributes, this sector contributes to one third of the economy, yet it's often, it finds itself really overlooked in the in the cybersecurity shadows, if you may say. So after Dave successfully exited his first IT service venture, he then saw the vast ocean of opportunities in this mid-market space, especially concerning cybersecurity, and recognizing also the intricacies of risk and technology and finance, he made it really his mission to optimize these intersections for small and medium-sized enterprises. So he really understands that while cybersecurity talent pool may be limited, innovation tools and expertise with consultants and everything, he still finds a way to scale it with those subject matter expertise. So we're going to be talking about all of these things. Also, on top of all of that, Dave is also a communicator. He is a bridge builder and someone who speaks the language of both IT professionals and the business leaders. So we are excited to have him on the show and dive into understanding what is the mid-market sector and what are those challenges looks like. So, all right, Eric, are you ready for this? Let's bring Dave on the show. Let's go. Woohoo! Dave. Welcome, Dave. Welcome, welcome. We're so thrilled to have you. Yeah, of course. It's our pleasure. So before we jump in, can you take a few minutes just to provide our listeners with a high-level overview of cybersecurity concerns, challenges between a mid-market company versus an enterprise, and why you chose to focus your work in the mid-market space? Great. So I started my IT services company working in in the SMB space, and which touched kind of the lower end of the mid-market. And I met so many dedicated IT leaders at, at mid-sized companies that really were just kind of struggling to, to really do a good job because the hand that they were dealt was just not a good one. And, you know, mid-market is unique where enterprise has such, you know, constant refresh and, and oversight. You have a you know, board of directors who, who their role is to de-risk the company and, and you have, uh, you know, schedules where, Okay, we're going to rip and replace all our equipment every three years, whether we need to or not. The SMB space has has the MSP sector, which does a pretty good job of helping 
business, businesses that don't have internal IT teams with, with their IT. But in the mid-market, you have these, these leaders of small internal IT teams that are, are really struggling to get the resources that they need to do a good job. And they also have some added challenges where mid-market is, is often a mix of these legacy systems that the leadership can't afford to replace and new systems because you know that's what they bought in their last purchasing cycle. So you've got this mishmash of legacy systems combined with new, combined with the challenge of limited budgets and limited expertise as to how to secure it. So we often find leaders in mid-market companies have a lot of weight on their shoulders and a leadership team that these guys don't speak tech, like they just don't get it. So often, unfortunately, they're, they're please fall on deaf ears. And, and so um, kudos to those individuals that are, are trying to protect their companies from, from massive cyber risk out there because mid-market is absolutely a target. So it's, it's a really unique situation and certainly I'm doing my best to try and help them out. So quick follow-up, Dave. So if you had to boil it down to top three unique challenges, cybersecurity focused that the mid-market is faced with compared to the enterprise counterparts, just in your professional experience, what would those top three would be? So I think the first that comes to mind is really the having a voice at the leadership table. And you know, enterprise, you have a CIO and, and you know, you might have several C-level leaders that are are sitting in with the rest of the leadership team and advocating for better cybersecurity where in, in many of these companies in the mid-market, you, you don't have a voice at the leadership table. And, and there's still that attitude that, you know, he's, he's or she's just the IT guy. They just fix the printers, right? When we know that there's there's so much more that, that these people are doing for these companies and and, they often don't get listened to. And, and even though they know they need better security, they can't always access it. Um, and so it's the leadership uh, communication that, that is often lacking in, in the mid-market that you don't see on the enterprise side. I think the second challenge is, is, as I mentioned, is, is the environments, right? It's, it's not always the best equipment that they're dealing with, right? They have to keep systems up that probably should have been put to bed five or six years ago. That's not easy, right? When patches aren't available for, for, for things anymore. And, and there's lots of IT leaders that are, that are living with that. And mid-market is, it's very diverse, right? There's, you know, a, a $900 million company may still be considered mid-market. And, and that's a, you know, looks a lot like enterprise and, and really well run, but there's a lot of mid-market companies that, you know, look a lot like SMBs and our, our mid-tier antivirus and a firewall, and that's cybersecurity, right? That's all they're doing um, or, or all they can do. So, um, and I think uh, a third challenge is really many of these individuals are, are on small teams and, and they're isolated. Uh, they don't see what's going on in the marketplace the same way that people in enterprise or even in the MSP space does because they don't go to conferences. I think your, your podcast is, is really a great resource for, for individuals in this situation because they are able to 
you know, hear what's going on outside of their team, outside of their company. And that's so important. And certainly I encourage anybody in that situation to be kind of looking for anybody uh, that can bring knowledge and expertise to, to their, their roles. Well, certainly appreciate that feedback, Dave. And, um, you know, if I, if I had to boil it down to the cliff note version, it sounds like lack of representation and the right representation, budgetary constraints, and then the isolation, the lack of seeing a big picture. And what comes to mind initially is that, um, is that maybe lack of buy-in at the executive level of, hey, we need somebody designated to this role, this connector of sorts or translator. Because if you have that role in place, then I think that the buy-in for the budgetary becomes stronger. The isolation, the big picture, those things can become um, more united, so to speak, if you have the right connector in place. So do you have any uh, advice or strategies for, you know, I think of myself as a consultant, um, sometimes seeing this like void of leadership. And how do I help my, my, my clients um, basically manage that conversation or consult them in getting that buy-in on their side? Because again, you know, that's not my decision to make, but how can I consult them to showing leadership why that role is so significant? Yeah, you, you, you're absolutely right, Erica. Like it is, um, that is such a problem in, in the space. And with, with the, with leadership in a company, they often don't know what to ask for. And um, sometimes a third party that they hear the same information from, and I'm sure this is very frustrating for, for IT leaders who work in those companies, it's like, hey, I told you the same thing, boss, but you, when you hear from a third party, you somehow listen. So I think um, the, the rise of the virtual CIO, which we're seeing more and more of, I think is a really, really positive uh, thing that's happening in the space and and those presidents in, in, of, of these companies in the space are really kind of like starting to come around to hey maybe I need a little bit more um, but you know listen to your listen to your IT person who works in your company every day um, because they're probably an underutilized resource and and if you're in the the consultant space then yeah like you know work with these people and I think Having um, worked with many IT leaders, sometimes they are a little bit protective of, of like their their role in the company and, and the the CFO or the president's ear. And I think being open to a third party coming in and delivering the same message, um, sometimes that's just all they need is to hear it from somebody else. And so if you're in the consultant space, you know, working on the same side as as that IT person is is really what you need to be doing. And and if you're the IT person in the space, find other voices. Yeah, that's valid. And I love that Erica did that follow up question because I too work in the consulting space, and you see a lot of these challenge on a on, on an everyday basis, like every one of my clients. So. It's definitely a common theme. Um, I do want to pivot a little bit from this topic, just a little bit, but still staying in the mid-market sector. So one of the things that I have recognized, especially like 
when you and I connected and then I was doing a little bit more research about the mid-market sector and some of the challenges that I have seen is that, you know, you've got this mid-market sector, almost kind of a forgotten sector in a lot of ways. And these companies will sometimes have to navigate between enterprise level solutions or tools that are designed maybe even for like smaller businesses. So they kind of have to figure out, okay, what am I going to go for? An enterprise solution that may cost me more, but might be better suited, but it's going to definitely be a bigger solution than what I need or something smaller that might not meet their needs. So with that in mind, what recommendations do you have to help find that balance for them in terms of cybersecurity investments and implementation being in that mid-market sector? Yeah, great question, Jackson. And that's like, that's my whole whole life these days is, is you know, I, I started my company, which is 300 cybersecurity, to really deliver mid-market tools that, that are often used in the MSP channel to leaders of small internal IT teams, because those tools are really well suited for mid-sized organizations. And, and just, you know, the ease of installation, lack of of capital investment required, the ability to pay on a per seat basis, uh, on a monthly basis, just make them easier to digest uh, for leadership in, in mid-market companies. And those tools are designed for, for that size range. Um, so having, having the ability to sort of find those tools is, is not as easy as it should be, um, which I think is one of the challenges. And, so I reach out, I talk to obviously a lot of, of leaders in this space. And often if they come from enterprise, which many of them have, they kind of go back to the enterprise tools. And sometimes that works great. Like there's, there's enterprise tools that, that translate really, really well in the mid market and, and the billing works. And, but then sometimes there's like massive capital, capital expenditures. Um, you know, I can think of one instance where they, you know, they spent probably $50,000 on, on capital outlay um, on a device that basically sends them alerts that they don't understand. It's not very effective because that's wow. designed for a SOC. Right. Um, and that, you know, the full SOC team that's manned 24 seven, that's what that's designed for. But this is a small team of, of three people. So, um, that's a challenge and it's, it's not easy. So I think uh, doing the research and being open to companies that you might not know their name, there's a lot of billion dollar companies that people just don't know their name. And, and it's, it's, they're not the household names like, you know, so Sophos or, or CrowdStrike where, where they have massive marketing um, targeted at, at enterprise SMB and um, you know, at all points in between but that um, those names that you just might not have heard of doesn't mean they're not good and, and doing your research. And there are a number of you know, websites that, that do sort of contrast to compare and, um, that'll give you some information on, on some of those channel partners. And if you hear something that's good, like dig in and also talk to other leaders. And I think that's super important is, is if, you, if you're in your company and you don't talk to a lot of external IT people, try and start because they're, they're the best, the people that do your job somewhere else are the best resource for you. That peer to peer uh, conversation. I mean, I think of uh, like-minded individuals that are in the, the same types of roles. Um, it's great to have that kind of connection to, to, to figure out like, 
hey, I'm not the only one dealing with these challenges. Like even in, across industries yeah. and across different types of roles, I think that that's just such sage advice because oftentimes we're looking for mentorship or peers or guidance like within our organization and like, let's branch out. So I love that, Dave. Um, clearly, I mean, we've been talking about this communication gap, right? With leadership and IT team and mid-market businesses. I mean, I even see this communication gap barrier um, in my line of work. I mean, uh, dealing with engineers and getting them to uh, understand cyber regulations or why they need to have um, FIPS configured a certain way or they need to have encryption a certain way, right? Like these technical safeguards and they trying to kind of be that communicator. So um, this is something that truly resonates with me, something that you do and, you know, is one of your expertise areas. Can you share an example from your experience where this communication gap posed a significant challenge and how you overcame that with, you know, with your skill set? Yeah, and I think it's um, the the sad answer is is that communication gap doesn't get overcome as much as as it should. Um, you know, I have you know been in too many situations where you know part of our process at times is is to do um, some some penetration type testing. Um, you know, we have a tool that we use that, that you know, simulates what would happen if, in that organization if somebody set on a phishing link. And, um, you know, I've seen organizations fail, um, not miserably, but, you know, pretty darn close. Like this thing goes in and runs and no bells and whistles go, go off. Um, and then we go back to the, the leadership and they're like, yeah, we know. We know it's a problem. And... The, the management, they, they just, they don't seem to listen. They don't care, right? Like that's a guy that's checked out, right? That guy had checked out and that's, and it's hard. It's a tough position to be in. So certainly that's unfortunately the case in, in a lot of times, but I think the successes that I've seen is when somebody introduces a third party in this, you know, in, in, in cases it's, it's, it's me, um, that can come in and sit down and just kind of deliver the message in a different way. And, um, to hear it from somebody else who's, who is an expert, even though the IT person is talking about this for years. Um, sometimes that's just the message. And, um, I think that's, that's, you have to change the conversation somehow. Right, because if it's just you, you, you go to your leadership and, and say we need this, and they say yeah, yeah, you know, you just like toys, or you know, who, who knows? So many leaders and owners just see this as a call center, right? Um, you know, you look at the capabilities of your average SMB today; it is far beyond what anybody in the enterprise could have dreamed of 20 years ago, right? It just even you know what we're doing right now is just 2005 would have been revolutionary technology. Um, so leaders don't realize that their companies are capable of so much more because of technology. And part of that capability is, is you got to make some investments. Um, so I think just having um, the conversation say, look, like this is a strategic advantage for your business. You need to stop thinking this is a cost center and just a cost center. Um, nobody likes spend money, right? And especially in that medium-sized business where it's, you know, do I spend the money on cybersecurity? Do I spend it on sales? 
everybody, everybody likes more revenue. Um, but the reality is, is some, some of that money has to be diverted else a disaster may happen. And having, having somebody who can, who can go with you and have that conversation, that's where I've seen the successes is you got to change hearts and minds at the top in order for the purse strings to be, to be let out. Mm. Hearts and minds. That's what it's about. It's relationship building is key. And I know in our space, being in the consulting space, that's the number one thing is you've got to build the relationship with your client. You've got to become an intricate part of their team to support them within their mission and make their lives easier. But it's back to what you said, like it's being that outside person coming in, maybe somebody within the org is saying the exact same thing that you're saying, but just because it's come from that trusted vendor that we've hired on, they're more apt to listen. Plus it's credibility. It's that, that credibility piece that you're doing and making that huge impact in this space. So that's awesome. We need more Daves. So, yeah. all right. One more question before we wrap up. Cause sure. what, something that we like to do on this podcast is like demystify certain sectors or get like inputs and thoughts of like, if you had a big magic wand, what would you do within this space? So being that you're working in this space and you're seeing the challenges in the space, if you could have like a big magic wand and you can envision the future of cybersecurity for that mid market sector specifically and say like, and the next, I don't know, five to 10 years, 10 is pretty long. So let's just say, you know, five years from now, and you can make this huge change. What top three tips would you offer to a mid, that mid market for them to succeed that, you know, if you started doing this, your world would change in the next five years? Yeah, great, great, great question. Um, I think um, number one is, is use the existing tools that are out there. Right. Um, we all know that there is a there is a labor shortage, uh, is a chronic labor shortage in cybersecurity. Um, we don't have to uh, uh, all become absolute cybersecurity experts because there's tools out there that will do a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, go ahead and engage with those tools. Um, get your leadership and every employee in, in your company on board with cybersecurity, right? Your, your biggest challenge is your employee base. And once you engage them with, with in the cybersecurity and sort of keeping the company safe, um, then, then that would be amazing. Like that, that's perfect. And then I think kind of finally, I, I'd like to see um, just like a shift to think that IT is strategic in this space. And um, that we are going to stop, you know, running systems into the ground, um, and that we are going to uh, em embrace the fact that we need to spend on cybersecurity, and also um, at the same time, like embrace what's new. Like uh, AI is going to change our lives dramatically in the next five years. It's going to touch every business. I'd like to see the mid market um, being a leader on that on that shift as well. So. Um, I think those are three things that that would, yeah, if we can, if we can change the attitude in, in the mid market about technology and cybersecurity in particular, then things, all the pieces are there for us to be successful. All right, you guys hear, heard it here first. Let's move the needle. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get things rolling. Dave, thank you so much for these valuable insights. Uh, this has been such a wonderful episode. You've been a phenomenal guest. It's been such a pleasure having you on. Dave, uh, for any of our listeners or viewers um, that want to follow your journey, want to learn more about you, uh, what is the best place for them to do that? 
Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, um, either in 300 Cybersecurity or uh, or Dave Mason, and you can find my picture. There'll be a few Dave Masons out there, but um, that's, that's probably the best way to, to uh, track me down. Love to hear questions awesome. and, and encourage reach out. Love it, love it. So thank you so much. Dave, uh, really appreciate it. And for those of you uh, that caught our show, thank you for tuning in. As always, uh, please like, subscribe, uh, wherever you're listening or watching this from. If you have any guest suggestions, any topics you'd like to hear about, uh, shoot us an email at 2number2cyberchicks at gmail.com. We'll catch you on the next one. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Two Cyber Chicks Podcast with Erica and Jax. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPMagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.